Blog Talk Radio.
Another edition of Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Rizog, and I'll be your host this evening. Uh, I'm going to take the show from about 10 o'clock to 11:30 p.m. Central Standard Time, and we're broadcasting out of Garland, Texas tonight. And just wanted to speak to nations. You know, the reason we play that song—it's not just a song, but it's a prayer. It's a declaration. It's declaring the kingdom of God come and His will be done. Here on the earth as it is in heaven We're speaking to the nations We're declaring to them The name of Jesus Christ The name above every name And God says That every tribe, every kindred of people Wherever they are From all lands, from all nations From all continents That they would name and declare And confess Trust in the name of Jesus Christ Trust in the ways of the Lord. So we're declaring tonight, nations, be open, be free, know the risen Lord, receive the Holy Spirit, and understand the Father. Lord, tonight we just pray your kingdom come and your will be done. We thank you, Father, for what you're doing here at Prayer International on this radio show and what you're doing with your people throughout the earth. Father, tonight we join our hearts with their hearts, Lord, and we say, come kingdom of God. We lift up a prayer for the peace of Jerusalem. Father, we pray that they would prosper, those that be within your walls. We thank you, Father, for what you're doing. And Lord, as we worship you tonight, as we seek your face, Father, come and abide. Abide with us. Be with us. Be among your people, Lord. We say, come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus.
and all who are thirsty and all who are weak come to the fountain and if you are
Back to another edition of Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and I'll be your host this evening. I just want to let you know our new hours, uh, Monday through Thursday, are going to be from about 10 o'clock till 11:30 p.m. We may go till 12, but typically it's going to be from 10 to 11:30 p.m. And uh, we will alternate or change up our schedule some uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. 
And I just want to let you know, if you want to go to the website, you can check us out at www.prayerinternational.org. And you can always uh, call in, 619-638-8458. Listen to the show that way. Sometimes we take calls. Uh, sometimes we don't. It just depends on what's going on or if we're teaching or in a worship set or what's, you know, it really just depends. But uh, we're going to take a little bit more time to worship and get into the presence of the Lord and just set the atmosphere. And then from uh, 10.45 to about 11.15, we'll get into the Word. And we'll wrap it up uh, with some prayer. All right, so pray God.
Praise God, we're back. And this is another edition of Prayer International Radio, just uh, getting into the worship, just getting into his presence, you know, taking time to soak up the presence of the Lord. It's one of the most important things you can do in your life. So, again, my name is Chris Herzog, and I'm your host tonight. Uh, We're going to get into the secret place, and we're going to talk about the secret place. And we're going to read some scripture on the secret place. And just talk about one of the most important things in your Christian walk. You know, Matthew 6, 6, the, the Young's Literal Translation, says, this, it says, when you pray, go into your closet or go into your chamber and shut the door. And having shut the door, pray to your father who is in secret. And your father, which is in secret, who sees you in secret, shall reward you openly or reward you manifestly. So enter into your closet, enter into your secret place, enter into your chamber. Realize in the context of what they're talking about here, every Jewish house had a place for secret devotion. The, The roofs of their homes were flat places, which were well adapted for walking, Conversation, meditation, all right, different things. But these roofs were well adapted for places of secret devotion. All right, on the roofs of these houses, they had little chambers, little rooms all along the sides, in the corners, the open spaces, the terrace. All these uh, houses that were built in Damascus, built in some of these Jewish cities, 
They were made with kind of an upper story or upper room sort of thing. All right, so when Christ was telling the disciples to go into your secret place, he go into your closet, he was saying, look, find a place. Find a place of secrecy. Find a place of solitude. Find a place where you can get alone and get away from everybody else and offer your prayers unto the Lord. A place where you're not seen of men, but you're seen by the searcher of the heart. You see, it's not about being seen before men, but it's about being seen by the one who searches the heart. So, the secret place. You see, there's a place for secret uh, prayer, a place where we can go and meet with God, and we need to find a place in our homes, in our offices, in our cars, in our churches, wherever we go, a place where we can meet alone with God. It doesn't have to be a closet. It doesn't have to be a whole room. It doesn't have to be a, a secret chamber necessarily, but just a place where no ear hears us except for God's ear, where no eye can see us except for the eye of God. See, secret prayer is secret prayer. Praying in secret is so that the Lord can reward you openly means it's between you and God. And so we need to find that sort of place in our lives where we can have our time sharing our hearts, pouring our hearts out to the Lord, and not only speaking and sharing and talking to God, but a place where we can listen. A place where we can turn our ear to hear what his spirit is saying. You know, it's hard to find places of rest, places of retirement. It's hard to find a place where we can get alone for the business of the day, even in our own homes and with our families, around our spouses, around our people in business or whatever's going on. If you've got children, it's probably even more difficult. But that's part of the discipline, part of the sacrifice that all of us, myself included, need to learn, need to acquire, need to incorporate into our lives. See, you can believe Jesus had difficulties finding places of secret prayer when he had 12 disciples following him everywhere that he went. Everywhere this guy went, he had 12 people and then they had thousands of times pressing into them. But see, the, in Mark uh, 135, it says that Jesus rose a great while before the day. He went to a secret and solitary place and prayed. See, Jesus knew to get alone, he had to get up before everybody else. And sometimes you have to strategize. If you're going to find time with God, you're going to have to have a strategy, a prayer strategy, where you can strategize, you can line up your day with God. See, with Jesus, it may have been a mountain or a grove or a garden. With you, it may be your shower or your car or your office or finding a 10-minute or a 15-minute slot of time that you can get with God. And if you've got a whole hour, praise Jesus. 
you've got more than an hour a day, praise the Lord. Glory to God. Take it. Use it. Soak it up and enjoy it. But if you've got 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 5 minutes, whatever it is, set aside time with God. Set aside time to seek God, to worship God, to sing, praise, worship, pray, ask questions, whatever you need to do. But make some kind of a connection with God and have a private connection with God. Have a connection with God that's just you and God. Because what you do in secret, God truly will reward openly. He says so himself. Praise God. Jesus never specified the times we need to pray in secret. He does not say how often we need to pray in secret. But he just says pray. Get before the Father. Get before the Father on a voluntary basis. You shouldn't be coaxed or pushed into it. But just come to the Father. Come to the Lord. Praise God. So we're talking about the secret place. Let's get into Matthew chapter 6. We will talk about 6 6. But let's get into the whole chapter. All right, so Matthew chapter 6. All right, it says this. It says, Be careful. I'm going to read out of the New International Version. Be careful that you do not do your acts of righteousness before men to be seen by them. If you do, you will not have any reward from your Father which is in heaven. Think about that. So, the secret place. (laughs) Excuse me. We're talking about the secret place. All right, so here we go. So I'm trying to use my uh, laptop here. I just lost my place. <laughs> so when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets, to be honored by men. I tell you the truth, they have received the reward. We're talking about the secret place. So that your giving may be in secret, then your father who sees you and sees what is done in secret may reward you. So we're talking about praying in secret. We're talking about giving in secret. Everything you do, let it be between you and the Lord. Let it be between you and the Father. He says, when you give to the needy, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. And Jesus said, but when you pray, go into your, this is Matthew 6, 6, 
Go into your room, close the door, and pray to your father, who is unseen. Then your father who sees you and sees what is done in secret will reward you. So there's something about secret devotion to God that's important. It's important to God. It's important to God. That's right. Let's go six seven. And we're gonna wrap up here in just a minute. When you pray, do not heap up empty phrases. Do not babble as people in other religions. For they think they will be heard by repeating their words over and over. See, faith is not begging God. Faith is not repeating over and over, chanting to God. It's not some Eastern religion, Middle Eastern deal. It's communication. It's relationship. It's connection. She says, do not be like them for your father knows what you have need of before you ask. Matthew 6, 8. Now, it doesn't say don't ask, but he just says, look, don't babble on and on and on about it. This is what he says. When you pray, say, our Father, which is art in heaven, hallow be your name. You say, well, what does it mean to hallow the name of God? May your name be kept holy. May we hallow your name. May your name be kept holy. That's what it means. How do you keep God's word holy, his name holy? You set him apart. You set him above everything else. You sanctify him. That's right. Matthew 6.10. May your kingdom come, may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It pretty much speaks for itself right there. What's God's will? The people obey his laws. The people be holy. So people walk acceptable unto him. So there's revealed will, there's revealed law. Would be desired and received by his people. That's his will. That's his will. What's God's kingdom? His reign. His reign. That he would have supreme rule, supreme reign over all. Your reign come. Your will come to pass in heaven, also on the earth, just like it is in heaven. That's what we're asking. That's what we're asking. Give us today our daily bread. Give us the food that we need. Meet our needs today. What are they saying? 
Give us what's substantial for us. Give us our daily needed bread, whatever we need. Everything necessary to sustain life, that's all we're asking for. Total dependence on God for his supply, for our wants. He's the one we're dependent on. He's the one we have to lean on and trust in, support us, provide for us, take care of us. That's what we're saying here. Take care of our purpose. That's what we're saying. Matthew 6, 12. What does it say? Forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. Forgive our sins as we forgive those who have sinned against us. Make us free of our debts. If we free up those who are indebted to us. Forgive our shortcomings. As we forgive those who have failed in their duty towards us. That's what it's saying. Look, forgiveness. It's a powerful thing. We need to learn the power of forgiveness. Matthew 6.13 Lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. So let us yield to temptation, Lord. For the meaning of the ways of the Lord, he rules over the nations. Let your yes be yes, and your no be no. Anything beyond us comes from the evil one. Pray that you will not fall into temptation. Luke 22.40. For if you forgive men when they have sinned against you, your Heavenly Father will forgive you. That's it. So you are judged. The same way we judge others. We're forgiven the same way we forgive others. If you do not forgive men, your Heavenly Father will not forgive you your sins, Matthew 6, 15. When you fast, don't look comment on the figure of basis. Don't tell everybody you're fasting because you'll receive your reward in full. But when you fast, put it on your head, watch your face. Matthew 6, 18. So that it's not obvious to people that you're fasting. See, your father, when he sees what's done in secret, will reward you. He'll reward you. He'll reward what's done in secret. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, or moth and rest destroy, where thieves break in and steal. Store for yourself treasure in heaven. Where moths don't rust and corrupt, thieves don't break and steal. Matthew 6 21, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be. The eyes are the lamp of the body. If your eyes are good, your whole body will be full of light. Matthew 6 23. But if your eyes are bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light is within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? See, it's funny. You can usually tell how somebody is on the inside 
by the way their eyes look, by the look that they have. No one can serve two masters. Either he will hate one and love the other, he will be devoted to and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than foods, and the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air, they do not sow or reap or store away. They don't sow away in barns, but your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you by one can add a single hour to your life? Matthew 6, 27, Matthew 6, 28. Why do you worry about clothes? The lilies of the field are clothed. They do not labor or spin. What's God saying next? Stop worrying. Oh, you have little faith. If God clothed the birds and the grass of the field, how much more is he going to clothe you? Matthew 6.30, Matthew 6.31. Stop worrying about you're going to eat or drink. Or what you shall wear. For the pagans run after these things, and the Heavenly Father knows they are needed them. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Matthew 6 33. Seek first the kingdom. Seek first the kingdom in the secret place. Stop worrying about tomorrow. Tomorrow is going to worry about itself. And that is Matthew chapter 6, the secret place. That's right, Matthew chapter 6, verse 1 through 34. Now, real quick, we're going to wrap this up. All right, Psalm 91. Here we go. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High. Psalm 91 says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High will rest or will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. We're going to get into Psalm 91 tomorrow. We're going to get into Psalm 91 tomorrow and talk about the secret place a little more in depth. A little food for thought. Meditate on Matthew chapter 6. And then tomorrow we're going to get into Psalm 91. We're going to meditate on Psalm 91. All right. Praise God. Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for your holy word. Father, we thank you for Matthew chapter 6. We ask, Father God, that you would teach us how to pray. Your kingdom come, your will be done in our lives, Father. For every man and every woman listening tonight, let your kingdom come and your will be done in their lives, in their families' lives, in the life of their church, on their business, in their school, in their neighborhood. Father, that you would use them in a mighty way to reveal your plan and your purpose. 
not only to their lives, but to the people around them. We just thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for what you're doing. Thank you, Lord. Finding myself at a loss for words And the funny thing is, it's okay The last thing I need is to be heard But to hear what you would say
surrender, Lord. 